<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. While we get drunk, so while we smoke weed, we're just having fun, we don't care who sees, oh, so while we go out, that's how it's supposed to be, Keep them rolled up, sagging my pants, not caring what I show. Keep it real with my niggas, keep it playing for these hoes. It look clean, don't it? Washed it the other day, watch how you lean on it. Eat me some 501 jeans on and roll joints bigger than King Kong's fingers. And smoke them hoes down to they stingers. You a class clown, and if I skip for the damn with your bitch smoking gray. You know what? It's like I'm 17 again, peach fuzz on my face. Looking on the case, trying to find a hella taste. Oh my God, I'm on the chase. Chevy, it's getting kind of heavy. Irrelevant selling it. Dipping away, time keeps slipping away. Zipping the safe, flipping for pay. Tipping like I'm dripping in paint. Up front, full blunts like Khalifa put the wheat in the chain. Hey, hey. <laughs> First time we ever just had no song to pick and then randomly select this song out of your your shuffle. So what we did is. <laughs> None of us had a song to pick, uh-huh. so I went into my phone and I pressed shuffle on my songs, all of them, all the country, the classic rock, the very few rap songs that I do have on my uh, on my phone. You got any Beatles? This was the one. Any Beatles, Rolling Stones, Afro Man. You know, there's a whole bunch of different <laughs> selection on my phone. And this is what you got. Ah, Young, Wild, and Free into 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Sons of Slam, our final episode of the year, of the decade, of the millennia. No, that's not a thing. Chris Mindell along with the Reaper Joe Black. Kid, what's going on, man? Nothing much. Nothing much. How was your Christmas? You know what? It was very chill. Yeah. I I, I stayed home till about six. <laughs> I slept because I had to work that night on the radio and uh, went to my parent my mom's house and uh, gave out gifts to my sister and my mom and Did her boyfriend was there and we we played Mortal Kombat eleven until the wee hours of the Who dressed up as Santa? Nobody. Uh, I know. Yeah, I'm getting close to there. I did a wedding two weeks ago where I had to dress up as Santa and do, really? the, wo- do the wobble. Yeah. Oh. Wobble Santa. <laughs> I, let me tell you something. Don't ever do that because you will sweat your balls off. You'll lose about five pounds in the, in the process, which is great, but you'll sweat your balls off, and it's very embarrassing in front of 200 people. Oh, it's got. That's such a good story, though. <laughs> it was. It was fun. It was great. The pictures are amazing, but it's like the the the, the hair and the beard was getting in my mouth. It was all wet. It was just something you're not used to. Exactly. Getting hair, hair all over your yes, face. Yes, right. oh, face and head. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. We get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How you got anything good? How was your Christmas? My Christmas was good. I got a I got a couple of good presents. Okay. Uh, I got a George Kittle jersey. I was hyped about that. Nice. Very nice. Hyped about that. Also because I got drunk the week before and I was about a shot and a half away from buying it myself. Okay. And then I just passed out and I was like, mm, that was a good idea. Was- <laughs> it was a good idea for me to go to sleep on that time. The worst thing you could possibly do is Amazon drunk. Now, Christmas Day. Yes. 
I went up to my cousin. She lives upstate, actually upstate. Where is upstate? Rock Hill. Okay, fair enough. I know. Trust me, I know. Douche. Go ahead. Uh, it was fun. My cousin, her husband, her two kids, me, my mom, my grandparents, and uh, my cousin's parents as well. It was fun. We gave out the gifts at the end of the night. Everybody was having a good time. The two little girls, my cousin's daughters, uh, one is five and the other one's three, I think, they got frozen walkie-talkies. Okay. So they come with a demo. Beep, do you want to build a snowman? Beep, you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. The ice song, whatever it was. Sounds fun. But it actually comes with a walkie-talkie. Okay. So you can press it. Someone can be in the upstairs. Someone can be in the basement, and you can be able to communicate with each other. Mm. By the way, if you didn't know, that's how a walkie-talkie works. (laughs) Thank you, Master of the Obvious. No problem. Uh, So (laughs) towards the end of the night, you know, me and her husband, we're children at heart. Mm -hmm. So we were playing with the walkie-talkies for most of the day. Sure, as you should. Yeah. But it's one of those that doesn't have, it's not like a regular walkie-talkie. It's a children's walkie-talkie. You can't change the channel. Okay. All of a sudden, the two little girls have the walkie-talkies in their hands. Me and him are talking with each other. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, we hear some dude come over the walkie-talkies and start talking about his nutsack. I swear on everything that this is a true story. What the shit? So me, that exact reaction you had, your exact facial expression (laughs) was the both of us looking at each other like, uh, uh, okay, we're going to get him right now. So he goes to the the younger daughter, Uh his younger daughter, Uh who is way more chill. He gets a walkie-talkie. I go over to the older one, Mm. not as chill. Okay. I take the walkie-talkie from her, (laughs) and she starts bawling, crying. Okay. How how old is older? Five. Okay. All right. (laughs) But I mean bawling, crying, right. like her father just died. Okay. So then I go to my cousin. I'm like, Tatis, listen, I'll explain this to you once you calm her down. But this had to be for a good reason. And after I said that, her husband walked in the room and he was like, oh, what just, oh, what? <laughs> so he takes a walkie-talkie. Here's the guy again. Oh, my God. Here's the guy again. He takes a walkie-talkie. He's like, listen, dude, I swear on everything. If you come and actually, first off, He's a teacher. Uh, he teaches college, okay. medical college. Okay. He's on a walkie-talkie going, I swear to God, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> and then towards the end of the night, he's like, oh. like the the millennial got into him, and he's just like, was that a good thing? Like, Do you think he can track us? And I'm like, don't worry about it. He can track us. <laughs> don't worry about it. I was like, I was like, Fernando, you ever been to my house? He's like, yeah. He's like, what's the first thing you see when you walk in the door? A baseball bat? I'm like, there you go. There you go. There you go. Why do you think I have it there you know for the, this exact purpose? You know what the problem is with those walkie-talkies? And you can't change the channel. You can't change the channel. So it's, it's, and the other problem is that those walkie-talkies are on a, and I've learned this from the past, it's on like a universal, not universal, it's, but yeah. a common channel. It's a common channel. So obviously, and this, which is why that happens. And so it's not that he... <laughs> My picture in the story is that he also had frozen walkie-talkies, and, he, and he's like... My picture in the story... Am I not in the- Yeah. I don't know exactly what he said, because I had way too much adrenaline going through me at the time. And- I heard balls. That's exactly what I heard. I was like, balls. And then I look at her, and I'm like, what? What was that? I look at back at my cousin's husband, I'm like, oh, did you hear that? He's like, yeah, I did. We got to get these out of here now. So which also means that somewhere in the neighborhood, there's some guy talking about his balls. Or some dude's got a crazy good frequency something or mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. generator. Right. What Gener- do you call those? Radio? It's not a radio. 
Uh, CB. Is it a CB? CB that goes like uh, far distance. Get, okay. Yeah, so, like, yeah. So, he's probably got a CB somewhere. I just assume he's in some oh fucking truck stop thir- 13 miles down the road oh just trying to fuck with people. <laughs> or he's actually getting his jollies off, in which, which is, case, which go what? fuck yourself, man. <laughs> Seriously. Do something else. Which go is, kill yourself. Right. If you get your jollies off by freaking pranking little kids. Now, don't get me wrong. I prank those girls all the time. But I'm not talking about my nutsack with them. There's a very clear and concise line that you have to draw when it comes to talking with children. One of those things is not talk about your genitals. I never thought. You I, always hear this. I never, well, you know what I mean? Yes, you do. You, you hear do. this all the time. Don't, you know, the, the walkie talkies, someone can interfere on them. Dude, I had walkie talkies growing up. Mm. And you just twitch, tw- uh, uh, change the channel. Sure. Easy. Right. Get a little button that annoys them. Everybody knows that. This is a video that would if you if you made a video of that and it just happened and you got your natural reaction to that. Oh my god! And then you send it to Disney and you're like, listen, this is what your product is doing. Yeah. <laughs> and it should have a switch on that where you could like change a channel on it. I'm sure they would change it up because that that would be like a PR nightmare for them. Oh my god! <laughs> if that went viral, bro, Dude. I would have sold my Disney stock immediately. <laughs> all all, all of zero it. Disney all zero stock. No, you have Disney stock. I have Disney stock. You actually have Disney stock. I have Disney stock. So you're a multimillionaire right now. Is what no, 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 no. I didn't buy Disney stock fucking ten years ago. No. Oh. Disney stock right before Disney Plus came out and it was fucking worth it. There you go. Should sell. Yeah, I should. <laughs> I should sell it. Who knows? Now good. the one I gotta sell is fucking I need WWE to make me a lot more money. Good luck with that. And then sell it. Dude, I I had I bought that shit a uh, uh a year ago, maybe maybe a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And this time last year, I was up like hundred and fifty bucks with my WWE stock. Really? Now it's like thirty. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Should have sold it. I'm an idiot. Um, I should have sold it right before AEW came out because that's when everything just went. We're done the sh- in the shitter in the shitter in the shitter, bruv. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so that was my Christmas. That was Christmas. Well, the only story I have is that uh, it's, we're not even close to that, that the funniness of that story, but the only creepiness thing, too. The creepiness, yes, <laughs> creepy, 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 funny. The only thing I have is that um, I went over like I said, I went over to my mom's house and and. My sister's boyfriend's there, and he's a huge uh, PS4 fan. He's got like he comes with his backpack. He's got like twenty games he brings over, and we play like. So he's know, a nerd. He's, he's, he's a video game nerd, and, and I'm, I'm much respect to him. Loving, I don't know. I'm, I'm loving this nerd. So Sorry. we're playing. <laughs> we're playing Mortal Kombat 11. My mom is sitting to the right of me, and my sister is next to me, and her boyfriend is next to next to uh, to her. And imagine my mom, who is God bless her, just turned seventy eight, and she. Happy birthday. She uh, December 15th. Thank you. Oh, a day after mine. That's right. Nice. That's right. I think we talked about we, that. We already. talked about that. Um, <laughs> she's watching this. This is the second time she's watched this game. And mind you, Mortal Kombat 11 is not frozen. So it's now, it, you know, it's heads popping off. This thing's getting sliced off. Right, right. Okay. So there's a, the fe- <laughs> I'll make this quick. There's a feature in the game called Brutality where at the end of, of, of a round, if someone's really low on, on health and the match is about to, about to be over, there's some like function that you could push. And in the right in the midst of it, like if you jump into somebody and you do this combination, basically the match is instantly over. Uh-huh. So, she, she, I jump into into him, into his character. He uppercuts me, and my head goes flying off. <laughs> my mom, my mom, just was like, oh. <laughs> 
Oh my goodness! What is this? What is that? Mind you, that's the worst, worst impression of my mom ever. What is this? What, what the, all the blood? Oh my god! What is this? And I'm like, Mom, I'm sorry. I bet your friends are listening right now, going, "You couldn't do a better impression of your mom." No, and she, I've never horrible. met your mom. That was actually, horrible. I think I did once in graduation. <laughs> graduation. Yeah. It was, was just it. a horrible impression. But yeah, it was just it was so funny just hearing her reaction to seeing some head just pop off and like all these fatalities were practicing on each other and, and it was just it was just epic. Finish here. If you get the chance. Have your parents in a room while you while you play Mortal Kombat. I advise you to do it. Any R rated freaking any, video oh yes, game. any M rated video game, just do it and and get and video it because it will be the best reaction you ever yeah. get. Natural reaction to anything, and that was like the most pure reaction I've ever heard from her. Oh, so, yeah, well, if you're twelve, don't get your mother's reaction. She'll take the video game. Yes, away. No, done. Yeah, and, and mom, don't, don't. But if you're thirty something or twenty something, even and if you're a mom and you or, or yeah. don't get your twelve year old at Mortal Kombat game. What are you doing? Yeah, what's going on? When I was 12, I got freaking NASCAR Thunder 2002. They call Child Protective Services on your ass. Um, I was 10, but that's neither here nor there. You were 10 when you got Child Protective Services on you? No, no, no. Oh, well, I got NASCAR gotcha. Thunder 02. Right, right. I'm just making sure. Right. <laughs> I'm just scream at your mom. Knock on wood, never got Child Protective Services on me. Yeah, there you go. Good for you. Um, let's talk some, some wrestling here. So uh, there was a video of Lana doing Instagram Live. Mm-hmm. And yes, just, just that alone. And she was in bed, and she's laying down talking on her phone. And was Bobby or Rusev next to her? <laughs> I still think this whole storyline is a work. Of course it is. Okay. No, they're they're, Rusev, they're, Rusev, do, they're doing a really good job. They're at doing it. a really good job at it. They they Rusev has has gone on record as saying that it's hard to play it out outside of the home. Yeah. No, they're, they're, this is all work. Especially like when you had like when SmackDown premiered and they had the blue carpet, like yeah. you know Lashley and Lot had to be together and, and that whole thing. You know, it's so it's hard to to pull that off. But they, for them pulling it off, just as you just said, you hope it's a work. They're doing a good job. With that being said, the whole storyline still sucks. But she was on Instagram Live and she's you know just talking to the camera and her right boob is just sticking right out. Hello, yeah. Puppies. Puppies, nipples, and yeah. So if you see now, now everybody knows Lana's boobs normally just stick out. But not, not, they not, do. not when you see it like that. Her nip is out <laughs> her now. Nip her nip is just straight up. Full on nip. Full nip. And you don't feel it? Like there's not a cold breeze that comes by and just like, like oh, I should lift that up. Yeah, like. Unless oh, you just want. The aren't greatest. they fake? Oh, can you not feel? Are we going to go? I don't know. To this? They're fake. You can't feel your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I, I didn't know. Haven't you seen Nikki Bella? It's always cold. It's always cold. Yes. It is always like like Rachel from Friends in, in whatever room she's in. Um, what else <laughs> besides Lana's nipples? What else? Uh, you know, but, oh, okay. Actually, uh, I, I have saw, one thing. That's it. If you saw SmackDown last week, yes. Um, I'm I'm gonna go on record as say we'll, we'll get into it. I'm gonna go on record as saying that I enjoyed the um, the Miracle on 34th Street match. Yeah. for some reason, and I you know I know I do know the reason. It, it's um, it's uh, what's it's the nostalgia name? for me? It's nostalgia, but it's also I, and I just want to blank on his name. Keep going. Not Tucker. Otis. Otis. Otis, I think, is going to be a breakout. I'm just, I'm putting that out there, hot take. I think Otis is going to be a breakout. But they had the Legos on the So good. That had to be as bad. It has to be as bad as Thumbtacks. Thumbtacks. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I know Thumbtacks sticking you, but this was a the picture of Scott Dawson that he took, he put on the Twitter. after shot? Yeah, he, oh he took a photo of his God. back. And, said, and he says, quote, if someone tries to suplex you on a ramp or slam you on a pile of Legos or throw you into a Christmas tree, just run away. And you can see his back is just... There's like a whole bunch of bumps and like like indentations in his back. I was uh, I saw this picture earlier on mm-hmm. in the week, and I was thoroughly surprised that there wasn't more bumps. There were a lot of Legos there. Yeah. And now the thing that surprised me the most is, have you ever 
like accidentally caught your foot or even your hand on the corner of a Lego. Oh my god. I've been bloodied by a Lego before. <laughs> Murder. I don't understand how he had like no scratches. They were all just a little Yeah. It's almost as if someone perfectly placed all the Legos on the floor. Like you can see you got nicks, there's a couple nicks like here or there. Like yeah, those you cuts. can see, those are actual Lego imprints. Like cuts. But I'm talking back, about like, the edge of the Legos. Right, right, right. Those sharp ass edges. Yeah. I'm surprised he wasn't like bleeding. Murder. Murder, she rolled. That's horrible. Uh, Fandango in that match that we talked about with the Singh brothers, mm-hmm. where, he, where he just like was as stiff as, as hell. Um, you saw at the end of the match that he hurt his, uh, he was holding his elbow. Yes. So he legit hurt his elbow. And yeah. so now he had um, Tommy John surgery. Makes sense. What? Yeah. So he went uh, that Saturday. Um, he went, uh, then went on Instagram and his arm was in a sling revealing that he had undergone successful Tommy John surgery to repair his UCL. Is so he's going to be out for a while. Tommy, obviously he's going to be out for a while, but who has a better likelihood to return from Tommy John surgery quicker, a baseball player or a wrestler? I think a wrestler. Right? Because you're not using your arm as much. As much. You also have your muscle is also worked out more. So you have yeah. you have that. That's why that's why John Cena was able to recover. That's why wrestlers sometimes tend to re- recover quicker than other athletes. Triple H, too. Yeah. Because they, they the muscles are already worked out. And so it that just. That John Cena one when he came back from the torn bicep or torn <laughs> pack or whatever he had. That, that was crazy. Because yeah. no one thought. He came back like two and a half months early. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. So he but he's also a freak of nature. He's he is a freak of nature, and you can't see him. Um, anything else? <laughs> now you can see him. Now you can see him because he's back. Right. Uh, now, but now you can't see him because he's been gone for whatever. Yes. Uh, speaking of baseball, mm-hmm. good transition. Yeah. The oh, Mets. Jeez, uh, freaking a. The Mets. This, this is gonna hurt me. Dylan Batances has agreed to a one-year deal with the Mets, <sighs> and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> okay. I'll be honest. Okay. He, he really was a bright spot in the Yankees bullpen mm-hmm. two years ago, but he's done nothing since. Okay. He's right. been hurt. Yes. He hasn't been able to pitch correctly. He gets the yips. Motherfucker can't even throw down to first base without throwing a rocket. It's very true. Um, yeah, it's for some reason that's that's weird. And that's not just him. Pit- pitchers in general seem to have that issue where you can just like, try to throw the second on a pickoff. And it sails over somebody's head. Hang on a second. You got to think about this. Jim Abbott was a very good fielder. He also had one arm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He was still good at his position. Mm-hmm. He could pitch and field. With now, granted, all he had to do was flip the glove. Right. So that's, that's there, there, there's a little more to that. Let me, let, me, let, me t- let me bring this to you. You try that. You try pitching. Just, I never said that I could. I'm just saying. I'm just saying in general. You try it. And then flip. try to do that whole thing where, that he did. Oh, don't that, you think that's I've tried skill. it, bro? I, tried I was it. a Yankee fan as a kid. Don't I've, you think I tried it? I tried that shit. I'm like, I, there's no way. I fall on the floor. It's like it's on, on, I do it on my shoulder. Like it is. It's, you have to perfectly place it at the at, on your nub, mm-hmm. like just so it's at a point where you could just watcha. <laughs> that's it. You got to get it in quick and then go. What? Yes, that's what. That's what he said. Yes, watcha, watcha. Yeah, every yes. time he got the glove, watcha, watcha, <laughs> and it's off. Um. What else that was there? all I had outside the ring. There wasn't really much of uh, much of anything. My big story this week was the ball sack story from Christmas. <laughs> and that's it. And that we're was done. funny. And we're <laughs> all ball sack all the time. Let's get into uh, get it really quick. With speaking of SmackDown from last week, um, it, it was uh, between SmackDown and Raw. It's this. This is kind of this is kind of a weird time. I know this. The, the SmackDown was going into uh, Christmas, and that was the last. <coughs> Excuse me. The last um, live WWE 
uh, for the year. So they had uh, building up for it where Daniel Bryan and uh, well, is tonight live? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would assume so because be. it's not Christmas. Right. I mean, Monday's Raw's live. Raw is live next week. Right. Is it? For the 30th. So they recorded the Christmas episode. Well, no, and the one before that on the same day. This, this week's episode. They recorded the 16th and the 23rd on the same day. Right. So which means the 30th is going to be. Should be live. Yeah. All right. Live talk. That should be fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> should it though? Um, I also had a friend who was uh, uh, who posted on their Instagram as far as sitting there five hours. It was five and a half hours of Raw that he sat through. Um I bet only an hour and a half of it was actually good. Uh, you're, you're giving it credit. Um, did you see this week's Raw? <laughs> uh, no. It was, uh, it was interesting. Um, Your boy had zero time to watch wrestling. <laughs> I watched all of my wrestling, which included Friday's Night Smackdown and NXT, mm-hmm. within the past 24 hours. Okay. It's good matches. Good matches. Good so, shows. Good shows. Kind of. NXT was clearly better. Everybody knows that. Yes. NXT was clearly better. Even, even for all tapes, it was still clearly better. So Smackdown, anyway. Um so now, you know, Daniel Bryan and Miz are now apparently friends uh, for a common goal, and that's to defeat uh, <laughs> the fiend. And uh, the enemy of my enemy, it, is my friend, is my friend, or my enemy. Uh, and then now Corbin and, and Ziggler uh, getting the mix there. So now the thirty-fourth Street fight, which uh, I, these gimmick matches always get a cringe because I'm like, it's it, it normally is bad. This one I actually got a kick out of. Someone's gonna get thrown through a freaking Christmas tree. Which Everybody did, knows that which they, they did. did. Yes. If you have a Thanksgiving Day feast fight, at that, someone's going to get a turkey thrown on them, maybe mashed potatoes, the stuff, mag- bullshit like of, that. Yes, the magic of Mandy Rose's ham came into play. Oh, I love uh, Mandy Rose's ham. Yeah. And also the thing that she gifted and also, Otis. <laughs> and also her meat, yes. And then, uh, yes, <laughs> gifted that to Otis. Um, it was a very I, – I, listen, I, I don't give Raw or SmackDown much credit at all, if, if any, and uh, most of it goes to NXT. And AEW, this was actually for me an enjoyable match, and uh, uh, yeah, and then Dawson and Wilder complaining about um, being stuck in gimmick matches. And uh, first off, a ladder match though that propels most people's career. I get the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street fight, yeah, but that ladder match, like that's normally what people str- like. If you're a tag team, ever since Edge and Christian and that mm-hmm. TLC match, mm-hmm. you want a ladder match. You do. You want a ladder match for the titles. You Everybody do. always tries to outdo that ladder match. Right. Those ladder matches. I, I, and I get what he said. What they're saying as far as I mean, you just went. You're doing back to back matches. You just did a TLC match, which the entire pay per view is all gimmicks, and then you did this this gimmick match, which is actually enjoyable, and I appreciate that they're still sticking it out. I see them going to AEW relatively soon. Yeah, it, unless something drastically changes, I don't know what's. I, I don't know what else they do. The only reason why I'm saying that put is them in a tag team, put them in a faction with Luke Harper, call them the Rejects. <laughs> uh, so they can resign Luke Harper and then we'll bring him no, back. No, 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 no. AEW. Oh, and AEW. Yeah. Okay, the Rejects. Okay. Listen, AEW is is the place for for tag team now. That's it. It's 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 clear and cut that it, women women go to to should go to WWE. Tag teams go to AEW. Men fifty fifty where they go. Men fifty fifty NXT and and AEW. Yeah. Or um, if you're Marty Scroll, just fuck everybody. Just and go NWA. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, yeah. So then, he, 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 the only reason why I said that though is because apparently reports have come out that McMahon is upset that they haven't signed this this extension yet, and so now he's he's sticking him in these matches. I'll be honest with you, 
if they do sign, I say it's six figures each minimum. Okay. I say five hundred grand minimum to the both of them. Hmm. But hmm. if they wait out long and really get under Mr. Mc, I don't know why I said Mr. McMahon. <laughs> Mr. McMahon. If they really get under Vinny's skin, uh-huh. they can pull off seven figures each. I'm thoroughly confident in that. Listen, I, yes, they. And if not, they'll sign with fucking AEW for the veteran minimum and have a really good time. There you go. <laughs> I, th- I think the problem, the, the problem has always been with WWE. Or not always for a while now has been their their tag team division. And if you sucks lose when them, all of them go to AEW. It's going to suck. Well, then you won't have anything. And then it, the problem is also if you're going to lose a good tag team like this. Uh, because you won't give them what they want, then your division is going to suck. I mean, as as of right now, who do they have as far as tag team? The revival and the new day, and they just constantly re- recycle that whole thing. The OCs. Well, they clearly have. Well, the OC is starting to come up, and I'm really hyped that they're getting into this program mm-hmm. because it's furthering their stock, mm-hmm. and they needed it big time. Yeah, because if not, they would have jumped ship. So the whole thing with the uh, the greatest uh, tag team in the world. That's Bullshit. Well, they are still the greatest tag team in the world. They say it. Well, they want it. Because they are. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's really just them. The Usos Such are an s- eventful week in wrestling. I, this, week. <laughs> this week is just... Listen, we're, we're in that, that black hole of nothingness between the 26th and the 31st. Yeah. Um, Before the road to WrestleMania. <laughs> it officially kicks off. Um, Usos are nowhere to be found. Uh, there's the heavy machinery and the Viking Raiders. I'm thoroughly and confident that the it. Usos were the best tag team of this past decade. And it's uh, such a shame because in 2019, one guy gets two DUIs and then pff, everything's over. That's it. That's it. And then Naomi with nothing. Yeah. She's like a, you know, affected because of relations. Purgatory. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. Anyway. Um, Guilty by association. Oh, and then, oh, I'm sorry. And then uh, Dawson Wilder complained about the gimmicks and then oh. Elias interrupted them. Elias. Elias. With a sudden face turn, which I I love the face turn. Okay. I love it. Okay. I think... He can work better as a face right now because mm-hmm. there are just way too many heels. And you don't want to put him with, with Corbin because then it's just going to feel like it's something. You're just taking two superstars together. I like how he's just doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. Like like the old drifter. But that fucking Caitlyn Jenner line from this past week, <laughs> that had me dying laughing. Did, and I might have watched it five times. Yeah, do you have the exact line? I don't, unfortunately. Okay. I'll look yeah. it up. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, he had he had, they had nothing for him since they, he came back from from injury. He was he was with Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon is nowhere to be found now. So uh, except for um, NCIS uh, Los Angeles and um, LL Cool J and and Robin and Robin. Yes, <laughs> forgot about that one. Awful movie. And then um, yeah, so that's that's a lies. Then. <laughs> Every time Carmella comes out, I appreciate Corey Graves uh, kind of sticking up for her in, the, in a like a backwards kind of sneaky, sneaky uh, sort of way. He he said something about uh, when Car- <coughs> Carmella came out and was like, uh, "What did you hear?" to to Cole. It was it was kind of funny. Anyway, um, Deville is just has nothing for they have nothing for they have nothing for her. They have nothing nothing for Mandy Rose, which is a shame also. Um, because the two of them are really good, and that match was kind of short and sweet, and, Ar- and Carmella got the win. Um, the new day, just 
I feel like they can't put on a, a bad match. And so they had uh, Nakamura and Cesaro. Uh, and they had a whole thing before the, before the match with Sami Zayn and, uh, and Braun Strowman. Um, are we, we going to set up something with, with Strowman and Sami Zayn? Now, or Strowman, no, Strowman, Strowman and, and, Nakamura. and Nakamura for the title. That would be the best part if Strowman actually wins the title. If you would have told me that Strowman, I mean that, we'll get into it. But if you would have told me that Andrade won a champ, a, a singles title in the quote-unquote main roster before mm-hmm. Braun Strowman did, I'd have been like, you're fucking lying. Yeah, well, guess what? He did. He did. Well, technically, Strowman was a tag team champion. Singles. I said singles. You did say singles. I said singles. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that was a really good match with, with the New Day. And uh, and Zane, Zane is a good manager. I wish he would get back into the ring. Uh, I don't I don't understand why this was a thing because they can't find a, a program for him. But he's a, he's a good manager with uh, Nakamura on this, this stable in Cesaro. Um, and then Bailey and another just sudden face turn with uh, Lacey Evans. So Bailey uh, goes against uh, Mrs. Batista and... Uh, Shout out Batista. Shout out Batista. And, uh, All right. Uh, I got it. Please. Yes. Elias said he made his grandma watch a revival match, and now she's on life support. Then Elias said the revival are going to have to make a big change. Way big of a dramatic pause. Kind of like Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was good stuff. He's a funny guy. He's a funny guy, and he's back as a face. It's, it should be good. Um, Anyhow. Let's see here. Okay. Amuse you. No, 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 Anthony. Let him speak. No. (laughs) Clown. Bailey and Dana Brooke there. By the way, on this website, they were were reviewing the SmackDown results, and they literally said Otis ate the Mandy Ham. (laughs) It was hilarious. The best best part was just the the hug at the end there, and it's like all the sweat. All the sweat, yeah. So gross. (laughs) Just the look on his face. Oh, that was great. With the sudden uh, sad trombone sound effect in the background. It should have been. Um all right, so then Bailey with Brooke and uh, defeated Brooke, and then Evans comes out, and I thought her daughter was gonna like really smack her. Smack I thought her, I thought her father can't keep her daughter contained. Yeah, well. yeah. What kind of father are you? Because that that little girl was about to scratch her face. One nut shot to his to her dad from getting clear over that fucking <laughs> that rail. I thought, was, I thought it was very cute, and uh, her name. And was, then Lacey came out and said Summer, that they didn't. What was it? Her name is Summer. Oh, that's nice. Yes, right Yes, that is a nice name. I do like that name. But Lacey came out later on saying that she didn't appreciate how WWE used her, her real-life daughter in an angle. Yeah. In an actual work, well, in, in, a, in a, a kayfabe moment here? or like I don't know, but that's, I read that somewhere. Don't you have to sign off for I that? Remember, yeah, yeah, you definitely do. If that's the case, put her in the suite. <laughs> put her in the suite up, up, up in the thing. You put her in the front row. There's yeah. a reason. Don't, don't, come on. Cut also, it. I'm pretty sure she wasn't in the front row the entire Matt, the entire right. Like you saw her SmackDown, yeah. but did you see her for the, the main event with Daniel Bryan? No. So cut no, it cut the crap. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I, I was I was hoping that she would scratch bags at some point. She got close. She got really close. Like you saw her face. Like she's got to be a terror to oh. take, take care of. Like if she's like out of control. Well, if you have a Marine as a mother, oh yeah, you're gonna be a little fiery and also a little disciplined. Cut that shit. Um, <laughs> And then we had the main event with Brian and Miz versus Corbin and Ziggler. Um, this, I, uh, Miz and Brian are good. Uh, I, I I feel like every match that I'm talking about here with this this whole night with SmackDown, and even I'm saying the same thing with Raw too. It, although I did like SmackDown slightly better, it's just kind of like okay, we're, we're going through the motions here with everything, and it's nothing different, nothing new, other than the Fiend not being around until the very end of this match. Um, and apparently, he did come out. He, he, they went off. 
camera went off and uh, the live crowd saw the fiend. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's a hot take. Please. How do you somehow do a Daniel Bryan and the Miz storyline while the fiend is still on SmackDown? What do you mean? Everybody wants to see the Miz and Daniel Bryan WrestleMania for the title. Is that a thing? It was last year. Last year. Remember last year, right around right around this time, was when Miz had that that had esteem. Yeah. Well, I think you kind of killed that. Yeah. Which is, which is unfortunate because that would have been a really good angle. That would have been incredible. But this seems like it's planting some of the seeds to get into that angle. I just don't know how it. I don't know how it goes with the fiend still there. I think the fiend will still be there. I think the fiend will still be there, and there will be some. The only time that he'll ever be able to lose it will be at like a WrestleMania. Yeah, you know, which so so from now up until April or whatever it is, March April. They're saying Roman oh, God, please don't. for Mania please against don't. the Fiend. Please don't. No. <laughs> Roman is John Cena now. <sighs> He's the Cena of the of the decade. I understand. I I understand. I get. I get it. And, and you're right. He, he has taken over the mantle for the last half of the decade. He's taken over the mantle. John Cena still had it from from the, from ten up until. 14-15, and then Reigns yeah. took over. I, I get it. John Cena had it until that WrestleMania match against The Undertaker, in my opinion. Okay. Because that when it was like, okay, he's really not here anymore. Right, right. And that's it. It's over. Two part-timers going at it. Yeah. This is it. The, the thing now is that, and this is why I also appreciate AEW, is because you have guys in AEW that are being pushed by other guys who are established way over. Like, that Jungle Boy-Jericho match was amazing in that Jungle Boy's Jungle Boy, and Jericho put him over big time. Without without, without taking a pin or beating him. Right. Like it was just the idea of the, the, the genius behind the 10-minute rule was was great because mm-hmm. you still still save face as champ, but you put this guy over by not and not having to pin you, which is what you said. Yeah. So, and and they, they, they're constantly doing that. So, I, it, listen, I, in August, did I know Darby Allin? No. Did I know Jungle Boy? No. Did I know Luchasaurus? Barely. I so, didn't know. I didn't know Jungle Boy. Is it because you, you're? I'm, I'm not really into the indie scene like that. I'm not like either. I just or, knew or, him like, when I saw. I saw rumblings of it right around when his dad died. Hmm. So when his dad died, it came out. I was like, Oh, did you know his son is actually a professional wrestler? Right. It's like okay. So I started like watching a couple of his you know spots and stuff hmm. like that, and it was fucking crazy. Right. And then right after that. A couple months later, he had a match with David Arquette, and I was like, "Oh, this is hilarious!" <laughs> okay. Former WCW champion sure, David yeah. Arquette, <laughs> unreal. That's the whole thing. Um, Former husband of a friend's castmate, David Arquette. David Arquette <laughs> yes. That's right. Um, I, I knew. Let me let me correct that. I knew of Jungle Boy. I've never seen any matches okay, yeah. until AEW. So all these all these people that are, are being brought up through AEW and being being shown like Cody putting over like Darby Allen in tag matches and, and in matches. Um uh Hangman Page, uh all these guys Cody put over Darby Allen in his first match and it went to a draw. It went to a draw. And just by going to a draw, it put him over big time. And also the the fact I why I appreciate AEW is that there it doesn't have to be like a, a, a interference to DQ match kind of thing. Yeah. So it's and they don't do that kind of crap. So I Yet. appreciate yeah. I'm sure I'm sure it'll, it'll come up. Yeah. But it's a constant thing with WWE. So I, that, that was my, my whole spiel. I'm sorry. I went on to his rant. My rant. We I just, all, I just we all have some every now and then. I, I, I appreciate that they have like now with uh, 
Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy and even with Cedric Alexander who came out of nowhere and, and had a match uh, against Lashley, which is actually on Raw, which is actually a pretty good match. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into that as far as how I think Lashley should be in better programs with other wrestlers because he actually can wrestle. Um, yeah, so I, that's all. I, 2020, I hope that they can bring up, if they're going to bring over, not up, if they're going to bring over guys from NXT, showcase them. Have Vince, Vince kind of like steer clear from these guys and let them do their thing. If they're going to be mid-carders, that's fine, but you, know, you have to have that that there to balance out the crap. That, you know, yeah, the crap maybe, that maybe Heyman or Hunter, maybe they just push Vince towards the bathroom when they want to push somebody. <laughs> there you go. It's time Vince, to go. I think you've got to take a leak, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you too, do. Yeah. You do. He's up there now. He's in his 70s. He's, he's, he forget, he's forgetful, yeah. so he has to, you have to remind him of when to go to the bathroom. Prostate the size of a pigeon brain. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> It's very small. You have a very small bladder. Anyway. wheezing all over the place. That's yeah, just sanitary. Ugh. SARS. Um, SARS. All right. Then we get to Monday Night Raw, which you didn't see any of. Oh, my God. Hang on a second. Please. Go back to AEW really quick. Yeah. Did you see their promo for Christmas? Their Christmas promo? Uh, their, their commercial? Uh, remind me. It was like Kenny came out, and he was just like, I'm thankful for my knee because it makes me to do the V-trigger. And it's just a shot of him pulling up. Did not the V-trigger. No. Yeah. Jungle Boy and, and Marco Stun came out and said, uh, we're thankful for our dinosaur. And there was a clip of Luchasaurus. Okay. MJF comes out and he was like, I'm thankful for nothing. So I don't celebrate this. I celebrate Hanukkah. Why am I here? <laughs> Dude, it was hilarious. It was so funny. <laughs> See if, if, I, if I could find that and, and play it. Uh, in the meantime, so then we get to Raw. And then uh, speaking of uh, faces, Kevin Owens and Mojo Rawley. Mojo Rawley just coming out of nowhere. There were a lot of out of nowhere Matches for this this taped uh, Monday Night Raw. I like it though. I'm a big Mojo fan. Um, so whatever gimmick that they had with the blue stuff on his face, they totally scrapped. So that's not a thing anymore. They didn't explain why it's gone. They explained why it was why it was there. It was just whatever whatever his thing was to kind of start getting him over. It didn't work. So now uh, they have the Kevin Owens and Mojo Raleigh match. Good match. Yeah, Raleigh and Owens put on a good match. I saw highlights of that match. It was oh, really good. Owens Owens defeated Raleigh, but it was a good match. Um, and then Rollins and AOP. Come out. I'm liking this faction. I'm liking Rollins now. I'm liking that they should have just had him do this the entire time. Um, wait, I, I can't say that because they just people just started hating him recently. Ever since the thing with The Fiend, this is when you should have this is when Hell you should have started. Uh, yes. Hell in a Cell is right after that. That right. Monday is when this should have started. should have started all that crap. Yes. Um, I think they were trying to, I think they were trying to save him though. They were trying to salvage his face. Right. And it didn't work out. Nope. So not you, a one bit. What do you do? You turn into the into the skid, and that's what they did, and they're doing a good job with it. Uh, so they kicked the crap out of Kevin Owens, and then uh, this Lashley Alexander match. I don't understand how um, Cedric was suddenly the, the middle of the year was was getting a huge push, and then all of a sudden just squashed. And it's a shame because Vince finally got his paws on him. But it's a shame because he is just as good. As Murphy, as Black, mm-hmm. and they just have nothing for him. And not only do they have nothing for him, they just they put him in a squash match. Not even, this wasn't a squash match, actually. They put him in a match where he's going to lose, but this was actually a surprisingly good match with Lashley. And if Lashley can get away from doing stupid uh, marriage angles, which he's getting married this Monday, congratulations. Basiltov To him until uh, Rusev comes through and... Destroys everything. Yeah, yeah. All right. So hang on, really quick, please. How do you think this is going to be interrupted? It's first off, we we both agree. How does it going to be interrupted? Yeah, I was going to say every wedding gets interrupted. So how? So how? All right. So I'm just thinking to the past. What have we had? We've had poop. We've had poop. We've had. We've had people come through the ring. Through like the ring, Kane, like Kane, exactly. Yes. 
What else? Which one? How did Daniel Bryan and AJ end? That was testing. She just walked out? Testing Stephanie McMahon, where, where Triple H uh, had, a, had a sleeping uh, Stephanie McMahon go through. Uh, oh, the Las Vegas drive-through Las Vegas ceremony. Through. Yeah. That was that was hilarious. It's hysterical. Cannot do that nowadays. Hysterical. No. <laughs> just drugged her? What? The um, Me Too immediately. <laughs> cannot do that. Um, NXT is no longer a thing. Yeah, it's yeah. owner <laughs> and proprietor. <laughs> Has been arrested. <laughs> um, what else What else has there been? Uh, uh, t- uh, not Tori Wilson's dad and uh, Tori Wilson's dad. Uh, yeah, just forgot her name. I forgot. Anyway, but I remember that one. Yeah, that one where we were all naked, um, <laughs> all half naked. What was the Edge and Lita? Did they get married? Was that, was, that was Kane, wasn't it? Was that Kane? That was the Kane one. That was the Kane one. You're right. Yeah. Matt Hardy didn't get into that one. No, he should have. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd been awesome. Uh, yeah, marriages don't don't go over well. So, anyway, I think to, it's to, gonna to be. Yes, please. I think it's gonna be through the ring. Okay. Because everything they've done now has all been an Edge, Matt Hardy, lead a storyline. Hmm. How do you think about that? All right. I, even the bed. Hmm. Even the bed and the raunchiness of them sleeping together, quote unquote. Hmm. Everything points back to Matt Hardy. And do you think Matt Hardy's like the producer of this angle? <laughs> I was going to say, like. Uh, he is a back. He's backstage. <laughs> he is backstage. Um, you, yeah, I'm sure they just used the recycling just. Old stories. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all for it. Are you? It's somewhat entertaining. Okay. <laughs> I want to see what's going to happen to to Lana. Do you think it gets interfered by Rusev? Or do you think Bobby Lashley comes to his senses and like, this is not good? Um, No, I don't think he's going to come, come through his senses. I think that, they, that Rusev at some point is going to interfere. Here's a twist. Yes. If Bobby Lashley decides to leave, Rusev comes out. He's like, what? My ex-wife's not good enough for you? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then they get back together. And, and then they get back together, and, and then everything's all hunky-dory. Hunky-dory and then that's, that's their match for Royal Rumble is the two of them. And with Lana and Rusev's corner. Just oh. ridiculous. Anyway. <laughs> I want to see more women managers. Those are always fun. You can't. You can never have... Oh, we have to address the fact that we we spoke about it earlier, but uh, MSG, WWE and MSG last night. Last night? Last night. Last night? Thursday, yes. Uh, Had a couple of title changes. A couple of them. Okay, go on. The lesser known one is uh, the Singh brothers defeated R-Truth for the 24-7 title. Mm. And then the one Singh brother defeated the other Singh brother for the 24-7 title. What a twist. And then our <laughs> truth won it back. <laughs> How many times is our truth champion now? Is it, is it 24 times? I think it's I think it's diamond year now. Is it really? I think he's at the diamond celebration. I his, uh, really like that. That's that 25, title. right? Diamond's 20, 25, 20, right? 20, yes. As long as I yes, got that yeah, under yeah, the control. Yeah. I really like that that title. And then it just uh, something, something happened. I don't know. Well, Mark Markella. Carmella got Carmella pushed. Carmella got pushed. Well, they got separated because Corey Graves had to go to SmackDown. So they got separated. Um, yeah. What other titles? Shout out Corey Graves. He locked that down. He locked it down good. good. Um, by the way, I found the commercial. So what? What else? We'll play the commercial after okay. we, we go through. Uh, Andrade defeated Rey Mysterio to become first time mm-hmm. United States champion. And La Muñeca on La Muñeca's birthday. I'm the, pretty sure the rare house title change. I don't count the twenty four seven. You know who I was really happy for? Mm. Zelina Vega. Because now they're like they're good again. <laughs> no, well, that too. But it was more of, listen, I'm a kid from Queens. Mm. 
right? Even you being from upstate. I hate you. I know. <laughs> Both of us grew up in the New York City area, uh-huh. okay? You fucking Westchester. It takes, me t- it takes me 10 minutes to get to the city. Yeah, upstate. Uh, it takes me longer, to be honest. I know. They're <laughs> quicker. Uh, everybody grows up, if you like sports and you like even wrestling, you grow up when you watch wrestling, watch sports, you want to perform in an MSG. Yes. Everybody wants to. Any kid that's ever gone to MSG, you look under the lights in that fucking classic roof, you're just like, wow, it'd be crazy to perform here. Mm. And Zelina did that. And she technically got a championship win out of it. <laughs> technically, maybe. By proxy and association? Yes. She got a pop. She got a pop. She got a pop. Good and that's sort of one thing I was, I was really happy about. Good for her. Also, you want to hear something funny? Sure. Always. My old boss from over the summer at the internship mm. went to high school with Selena Vega. Really? Yeah. So he actually, when I went in for the interview. Wait, wait, wait. How old is Selena Vega? Like 34. Oh. She's not that old. Okay. I didn't think she was that old. Really? I thought she was in like She 20s. did have an entire thing at, in Impact, I'm pretty sure. She was on the scene before she went to WWE. No, no, no I know that. I'm just saying I thought, no. I thought that she was in her like late 20s. But okay. But yeah, he referred to it as like, have you ever heard of... Uh, of Zelina Vega, and I was like, "Oh, oh you, you yes. meet you meet Thea Trinidad," and he was like, oh, "Okay, so you know." Nice, and I'm like, nice, "I'm like, all right, all right, yeah, all right. yeah, play me, sucker, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely." Um, oh man, was so any, this commercial. Any other matches? For, I didn't. I'll be honest with you. The only thing I saw was that the oh yeah, yeah. The, the the once again I the am. steel cage match. Yes, the women's st- triple threat steel cage match, I okay. believe, between Becky, Asuka, and Charlotte, and. I don't know. I didn't see how that one okay. turned out. We'll, we'll like I said, I've been very busy this week. Busy guy. I've been partying. By the way, I need to applaud myself and pat myself on the back. Uh, she's 29. Really? She's 29. Actually, yeah, that makes sense because now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think my boss is 30 yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think he is also 29, mm-hmm. so but whatever. Well, there you go. With that being said, this is the aforementioned AEW Christmas commercial that aired on TNT. What did AEW give to me? A V-trigger. Peck, that's my knee. Gin and juice. Watch out! Our pet dinosaur. This is skateboard. We're not skateboard! Nothing. Because I celebrate Hanukkah. Why am I doing this? All Elite Wrestling on TNT. Wednesday Night Dynamite returns January 1st. Catch up on demand and the end. That was great. Why am I doing this? That was great. I know it was hard to hear like everything else. There was like the uh, uh, Marco Stunt was there talking about the uh, dinosaurs and everything else, and and uh, Darby Allen. Oh. But yeah, MJF at the, at the end there, very funny. Gin and juice. Gin and juice. Yes. <laughs> Gin and juice. Yes. Uh, that was hysterical. Um, so yeah, so we <laughs> got off on a tangent with the this the uh, house show. But anyway, um, and then we have Raw. Uh, well, first no, first before uh, Becky Lynch. Drew McIntyre uh, defeating Zack Ryder, another just woo, 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 woo. I wish. Woo. Yeah. That was, that was quite the fall from WrestleMania up until this point. Dude, do you remember the old school Long Island IZ? Yeah. That was the best version of Zack Ryder. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then it's the one at WrestleMania. Both of them at WrestleMania. Both of them at WrestleMania. Then after that, nothing. Nothing. So Drew McIntyre, uh, is 2020 going to be his year? Because he said 2019 was going to be his year. Drew McIntyre? Yes, McIntyre. I don't think Drew McIntyre accounted for his injury that took him out of March of 2019. Very true. Uh, Becky Lynch challenges. Doesn't every wrestler say the next year is going to be my year? This is true. 
Really, the only time it was true was like Becky Lynch. Beverly thought Mac- this would be McIntyre's year. Yeah, but that's true. I think if the if the injury hadn't derailed him, he would have been also the fiend. The fiend just threw everything, everything. off. Yeah, yeah, it kind of. Yeah, it, threw every- it did. It threw everything off. Uh, Lynch challenging Oscar, uh, Alistair Black. <laughs> Alistair Black defeating Dion Russman, and then Buddy Murphy defeating Joasa, and then the two of them confront each other. Um, Fun fact: who these guys are. Fun fact, please. You, you, your, your brother is Dion Russman. No. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, my cousin. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin's uncle's roommate. My cousin who's a teacher. That's that, that's, that's him. No, no, no. <laughs> that's him. He's the one that uh, caught the uh, the, the frozen walk. Those party. are uh, Seth's students, former graduates of the Black and Brave. Wrestling Academy wow. out of Des Moines, Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, Iowa. Wow. Des Moines in Illinois. Just, one thing. That's one of my pet peeves. You just get. I understand Des some Moines? of these. Some of these towns and cities are hard to pronounce. Mm-hmm. Westerton, West Chesterton Fieldville, Iowa. Really tough. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows the thing. You ever see Mr. Deeds? Yeah. You remember that? Oh, that's I had okay, a house yes. with a red door. Yes, yes, yes. It was yes. in Westchesterville, Fieldville, <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see what about uh, when tickets come out for uh, their their Yankee game, Field of Dreams. They're building a whole. Are you going to go? I am going to go. You know why I'm is going? Is it going to be a part of the state fair? So, so it's the thing. It's the same exact week. Okay, which is that awesome. Makes sense. So I w- I've always it's wanted to go. Packed. Always shit, wanted packed. to go to the state fair. It's on my bucket list. Iowa State Fair. And now this thing. But they're doing – it's not going to be at the Field of Dreams. It's going to be at a stadium that they're building right next to the Field of Dreams. So they're not using the actual field. They still call Yankee Stadium the house that Ruth built, even though it was – Well, the new one's the house that Jeter built. 50 yards that way. Yeah, that's true. It is the house that Jeter built. The first one was also the house that Jeter built. The first one was – Ah, uh, sorry. It was the house that Jeter closed. Yes. <laughs> I said Jeter closed. And now he's going to close the Marlins because they suck. Um – Let's see here. Ricochet. Scoop right now. Yeah. Marlins going up to, uh, they're going to be the Montreal, uh, Montreal geese. <laughs> <laughs> the Montreal striped bass. <laughs> Very fear in the hearts of men. The striped bass. We're playing the striped bass. Dude, the, Cana- the, the Canadian geese come down from Montreal. New York's going to have a tough time. Remember what happened with Sully? Yes. Right it's going to be rough. Right, right in the water. water. Right in the water. If you're in Philly, what? right in the water. Yes. I hate that fucking accent. <laughs> you're, so from, you're so from Queens. Right in the water. In the water. In the water. Uh, Ricochet and Tony Nese. Eh. I'm, I'm surprised. Ricochet usually puts on a good match. This was kind of like, okay. Uh, for two guys that are usually high flyers. Eh. Charlotte Flair defeating Chelsea Green, which is... Shout out Chelsea Green. Uh, shout out Chelsea Green, but I think they, they did her disservice with this. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's, both of those uh, had a rough night on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea Green and her significant <coughs> significant other. Yes. And uh if you're for someone that you're push try to push and then you just have her get beaten by Flair so quickly, it's kind of kind of weird timing. Um and then O C defeating Did them. they push her though? I mean I thought they were you know, they had a total video package going on and, and I thought there was But a, I don't think you can have somebody coming up push, right from push. NXT and defeat Charlotte Flair on her first night unless you really, really want to push her that bad. You know what I mean? Not even I don't a, think Lacey Evans. There's did other that. ways besides having to beat Charlotte Flair, as we've seen on AEW. There's other ways we could do it. Not with a run-in, because they do it every five seconds. But I don't know. They they did a they did a double countout with freaking uh, Lacey Evans and and um, and Sasha Banks. Yeah, but that's just because Lacey Evans was beating the dog shit out of her. <laughs> um, I was really pissed when I watched that match. All of a sudden, you hear the bell, and you're just like, "What?" 
Oh, it's a wrestling match. Yeah, you can get counted out of one of these things. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a thing. Um, there was a, a lot of a lot of matches on Raw for, for for something that they normally just have like five or six matches through the entire night on a three hour show. There's a lot of matches. Uh, so now we are on to let's see here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The eighth match, OC defeating uh, the Viking Raiders and Randy Orton. Nine, the stupid storyline with Eric Rowan defeating uh, Travis Horn. Ten, Rusev squashing No Way Jose. Uh, Tazawa and R Truth chasing each other around New York City. And he actually got pinned by Santa Claus. Um,. And oh then, yeah, we forgot Santa Claus, twenty four seven champion. Yeah, as he should be. Former twenty four seven champion. Former. Sorry, yes, yeah, that's, that's a shame. And then th- it's just thirteen. Rey Mysterio defeating uh, Seth Rollins via DQ. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Riveting radio. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve matches in three hours. In three hours. In a taped in a taped two hour segment. Wow. It's not even a full three hours because they 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 you know, they don't have to wait for the commercials. Yeah, but it's still you're still sitting there three hours. No, you're not. Why not? Because they they did everything. Like it's it's all when you go to a Raw, right? When, when it's it, taped, it's all you just, filled. You have to wait. And, and, yeah. If you're if you're actually in an, in an arena, if you're at a live event, they have they show not the commercials, but they show other commercials in the arena. Well, do you blame them? They recorded two episodes. I know it's five hours of five and a half hours. I get it. No, I'm saying it's for for the two and a half hour block of tape time they fit in all these matches, whereas in three hours. They fit in like six, seven matches. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of matches. Anyway. Uh, you got to get their shit together, man. That's why I don't watch Raw. <laughs> they got to bring me back. You know, for someone who does a wrestling podcast, you think you'd watch uh, or get all the highlights for Raw. When you work all day Monday and all day Tuesday and then Wednesday is Wednesday, it's really tough to watch fucking three hours of Raw. I have one word for you. Wow. Um <laughs> All right, then we go into. NXT. I know the listeners can't see this, but do you see this? <laughs> yes. It's the world's smallest violin. It's the world's violin. And then a Christmas NXT. Can I just say, by the way, that we were talking earlier before the show, um, before we started taping, as far as uh, Pat McAfee and getting him somehow, somehow, some way onto WWE television, which they did with this this taped uh, NXT on, on Wednesday. And since there was no AEW, it was just all NXT. And so they did segments between Full Sail and they taped after SmackDown last week. They taped uh, uh, matches uh, for NXT. And they can get Pat McAfee on here somewhere. Somewhere, somehow, if they're looking for a third, it's when Samoa Joe leaves, uh, there's reports of trying to find another announcer for Monday Night Raw. Um, I wish he could just do double duty. I know he's doing XFL, but if he could. If he XFL could do, hasn't started yet. It doesn't start until and, after the Super Bowl. Right. But that's the thing. He's doing football until XFL and then XFL after. Right. I would love to see Pat on there. It's I've one, said this from day one. It's Nobody one day liked week. him. It's one day a week. Nobody liked him. All this shit. Mm. Actually, he can't. Why? He's got a... Uh, he does ESPN on uh, Monday mornings in New York. In New York. All right, yo. You're going to add that extra flight? Like that that's a lot. Respect if he can do that. That is a lot. He is the hardest working man in entertainment right now. Michael Strahan flies from New York to California every single week. He goes he does he does uh Fox Sundays in California and then he does uh Thursdays in New York. Mm. And, and and Good Morning America in New York too. He flies back and forth like he's got crazy miles. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
I'm just saying. I think at this point you just buy yourself a own your own jet. You would think, right? You got money like that. money saved. Well, money, not, a penny not, saved is a penny earned. I'm not in his wallet, but I, I would assume that he's on that. Yeah. Two Super Bowls, one Super Bowl. Uh, won both of them. I know. He's, or did he retire before 2011? No, he retired when he won. Oh, okay. So one Super Bowl. Uh, <coughs> he wasn't there for 2007. 2007. So he's got two. When did they win before? 2007. So then, he won. He won both. Then yeah, I'm saying he retired after he won the second one. Oh, I thought you meant he retired after the first one. No, was Tiki on that team? Do you remember? Barber was on the. He was on the first. On on oh seven. I wanna what to say riveting. I don't like the Giants, but those were always fun times. I did enjoy Tiki Barber. Speaking of also because uh, a name like Tiki, it's gonna it's gonna jump out at you. Really quick, speaking of football, um, your boys are playing mm. uh, Seattle. Who do you honestly think is going to win this match? The 49ers. I'm not going to fucking say anything else. <laughs> Are you scared? Terrified. Are you terrified of Russell? <laughs> I would have been more uh, terrified sure. if the Seahawks had won last week. Get destroyed. I I'm still believe. terrified, but I would have been way more terrified because they would have had. we would have had to win mm. in order to secure first place. Right. Even though technically we still have to win to do it, it just feels a lot better knowing that you are in first place going up against a second place team, even though, I don't know. We're going to be tied for the division. Right. But the only thing is that if we lose on Sunday, we will not be in first place because that means we lost both games to the Seahawks. So you get what, wild card? Yeah. Mm. That would be so depressing. Mm. I'm getting so anxious over over playoff football. It's not even funny, especially now that the Ravens are doing good. Do you know how many <laughs> years that the Ravens were dog shit? I know. And now all of a sudden, Lamar Jackson comes out of nowhere. Jimmy that- Garoppolo's been in the Belichick system, and now he's doing it in San Francisco. Yeah. Two of the best offensive systems in the past decade: the Belichick and the Shanahan. Mm. Mm. I, think, I think I've heard you just riled up in a while. Maybe, maybe his dad Shanahan, but no, yeah, I yeah, still yeah. have faith in Kyle. Okay. He's a great coach. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly could be coach of the year. I don't think so. Right. So I think Harbaugh is going to beat him out for it. Mm, okay. But as far as play calling is concerned, I think Kyle Shanahan is some of the best to do it right now because he has all these weapons. He's not just running a play and waiting for Lamar Jackson to run the ball. Right. So, that's my take. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. But I will be watching very intently. I, there's, a, there's a lot of reports on that, by, by the way, that uh, Mike Tomlin is, is front-runner for Coach of the Year uh, with the Steelers. What? Yeah. How? Because... What the fuck you, has he done? You lost your Hall of Fame quarterback, and they're still in the hunt for a wild card. Because of Duck Hodges. That's why. Well, well he's, he's shit. Um, anyway, so... Duck? But, Duck I'm all about Ducky <laughs> and Rudolph. Mason you Rudolph. ever heard him? You ever heard him? Freaking duck call. Duck Hodges. That's why they call him Duck. Mason Rudolph. He is a world champion duck caller. By the way, Tiki Barber. Also, do you know there are world championships for duck calling? I do know that. Neither did I. I did not. I knew that. I knew there's there's championships for yodeling. I know there's championships for. Oh right, you were watching ESPN eight the Ocho that I one time. Cornhole <laughs> championships. There's uh, fireman ladder championships. There's a whole bunch of championships, and I love them all. Uh, Tiki Barber re- retired before they won. Really? <laughs> you know, so he retired in uh, October of 06. Oh, that's sad. Very sad for him. And anyway. Strahan? 
and straight hand. Oh, it's please, please hold. Talk about yourself. All right. So go back to the 49ers. <laughs> I got <laughs> really. Do we have to? Sure. Tough shit. <laughs> I'm on this show. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And fascinating, riveting radio right yes. now. But yeah, no, the 49ers need to get their shit together. They need to have all of their defensive weapons back because that's been the, the we when we lost to Seattle first. It was our offense that couldn't get the job done because we had Emmanuel Sanders out, we had George Kittle out, and that's all I can remember right now. Strahan only won the one time. In 07. No. Hmm? 12. What? 2011. How? He was only on the Giants. Uh, I know. See, later career. No, from 90. Yeah, how is that possible? 93. Even if he was injured, he would still get a title. It was, I'm sorry, it was 07. I'm sorry. Yeah, that makes sense. 07, sorry. And then retired right after. Yeah. I thought it was 11. Anyway, sports. Okay, so back to uh, to NXT. Yeah, that wraps up my 49 talk. They need to get their job done. And we need to have our defense back. Richard Sherman, D. Ford, all those people have to come back. uh, They've flexed that game, which means that they they had it at one point. It was actually on Sunday at like 4 o'clock. They it's, moved it to Sunday, Sunday night. night at 820. They, they flexed it, which is what they, they do when they move a, a good game to a, a good spot. So Sunday night. Um, so the final game of the season is, is your boys. There's a good chance I may wear all of my... Every single thing you have? Every jersey I have. I got four of them. Can you take a photo of that? Because I would like to see... Like, of all four of them? You're, uh, all at the same time. I want to see this Christmas story looking uh, Joe Black. It look like Sanka from fucking Cool Runnings. <laughs> Just all bundled up in like. Hey, what you l- smoking, man? Layer upon layer. I'm breathing. <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I love that movie the, so much. The idea, of, by the way, going full circle here, Pat McAfee, I wanted him to destroy Sam Roberts. And there was a moment after the, uh, right before the, the Keith Lee match, mm. where he and, and Sam Roberts, like they were chipping at each other the entire show. It was a promo. They should have a match. Yeah. They Why not? I want to see Sam Roberts get his spine broke. Sam <laughs> Roberts has been a wrestling fan since he was born. You're mm-hmm. telling me he doesn't know how to take a bump by now? I'm sure he does. Yeah. But he's still a twig, and Pat McAfee would kick his ass. Yeah, dude. I bet Pat McAfee's right leg weighs as much as <laughs> Sam Roberts' entire I just, body. I, I, minus his hair. Yeah, minus, that hair minus, is fucking Well, he, he cut it all off now, so it's not even... It's, it's most of it. Most of it's gone. But, I, listen, I hate Sam Roberts. Most of it's gone even before the haircut. I give, <laughs> I give credit to him um, for, for the kicker line. But there, there came a point where he was, he stopped uh, Kathy Kelly and was just like, "I want, I, I want to just destroy you." I, I no, wish, no, no. Let's not go in another direction. <laughs> I wanted him to just, to just reach over past Kathy. Hey, Sammy Bram Muffins. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, no, I don't want to move on right now. Sammy Bram Muffins, you don't know me. You don't. You don't You're you don't not know. even the best kicker I saw. Oh, <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know me. Oh, just, just so. Oh my God. Anyway. Um, that's something that Adam Cole is always accustomed to, winning the big game. If you ever want a big game, Pat, and he just goes, you motherfucker. <laughs> Speaking of Adam Cole, uh might become wrestler of the year. I think he did get and a wrestler. He got from CBS Sports. Okay. Which is a step. It's a step. It's a step. Because it's, that means he was also better than does he not everybody des- on the main roster. Does he not deserve in, it? In WWE. Oh, he deserves it 100%. Okay. And he was. And he was better than every single member of AEW. And he And he was. And ROH and New Japan and NWA. Uh, so okay, all I right. think that's it. All right, that's so, all I remember. Okay. So then, okay. So then, with that being said, I take CBS Sports voting with a grain of salt because yes. you think CBS Sports is not looking at New Japan. I don't think they're looking at ROH. They're yeah. not looking at, at NWA. So 
They're just focused on on AEW and, and WWE. Right. If PW if PWI came out and said this is our then yes, that's big. Yes, yes, because yes. that's that's something that's been held by Kenny Omega, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles. All of these great indie guys have come up, and really, it was was AJ uh, number one before the WWE or after he went to the WWE. Uh, let's see here. So AJ was, let's see, 2015 was Rollins, and then 16, 17, and 18 was Kenny. Was all AJ. Really? Yes. With runner up. Um, <laughs> 2016 was Roman Reigns, was runner up. In 2018, it was Kenny Omega. It was runner up. Runner up, yes. And second runner up to, <laughs> to Omega was Cody. Hmm. Yep. Wow. Uh, nothing as far as 2019. Before we get into SmackDown, I mean NXT. 1972, Pedro Morales. Yes, go ahead. Who do you think were your? Who do you think was the top? Uh, we could do top five, but we'll be here for another hour. Young Bucks, by the way, tag tag title, tag the uh, tag team of the year, two years in a row, 17 and 18. Go ahead. That makes sense. Yes. Go ahead. <coughs> With New Day, ironically, New Day in. Uh, 15 and 16. And ironically, before that, 2014, Usos. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm done. <laughs> bring back the Usos, goddammit. Yeah, bring it back. Yes. Um, who do you think was the most... Who do you think stood out the most wrestling in 2019? In this decade? The decade? Yeah. Who do you think was like the biggest... The biggest wrestler of the 2010s? Jeez. It's, so, it's going to be so much easier when we get to the 20s. Who was the best wrestler of the 20s? Of the 30s? Of the 40s? <laughs> Not the tens, just sounds weird. But yeah, what were you saying? <laughs> um, See now, I just the I'll, best, the I'll, best wrestler. Or who stood, you said who stood out the most. You just say the best. All right. So do can you do both? Sure. All right. Uh, see that uh, then I'm going back to what I said before. It's it's a weird thing because half of it was Cena, the the other half was Reigns. Yeah. Mm. You so, could like, say that Reigns was the one that stood out the most. Just because he was there for most of the decade. Mm. Yes. He was there for more of the decade than Cena was. Okay. So I'm going to say Roman Reigns was the best wrestler of the decade. See, here's the thing. He's been, Reigns has been here for the last six years. Not, not including Seven. NXT. Seven. 2014. 2012. 20... Survivor Series 2012. 12. It wasn't 2014. You want to know why? Because they attacked Punk. Right. That's, we just talked about this last 2012. week. 2012. Yep. yep. We did talk about this last week. <laughs> <laughs> 2012. Okay. So then, uh, so the last seven years. Okay. And Cena just, Cena left like 2018. Yeah. Officially. Yeah. All right. It's it's either going to be Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins. Or Seth Rollins. Right? I, think, I mean, Reigns is more of the There's face. nobody else. More of the face. To who the, is, the, well, yeah. Reigns is. There's nobody else. Who was all right? I'll do this for you. Sure. Best face of the decade was Reigns. Best heel of the decade was it though? That, the, in my the opinion, best, the best face. Who was the best face? Cena. Okay. He wasn't. He wasn't the face. Reigns was a was a heel for twenty twelve till till the till, till, till Rollins heel turn. He was. He was a. Oh, I'm sorry. No. From they were then they were faces. From when they when Shield first came up, they were all heels. Yes. So Cena was never heel. This is true. Uh, I'll give you that. Cena was the best face of the decade. Okay. But Rollins, I think, was the best heel of the decade. Mm. Okay. 
that heel turn against the shield, just the the entire authority run, mm. everything was I'm not gonna say perfect, mm. but everything was a great he had a great heel run. Yes. That first heel run he mm. had. Now I really hope he fucking follows it up. Yeah. That's all I hope for. Well, it's it's going into twenty twenty with him as a heel is it's good for business. Um all right. It's some could say it's what's best for some, business. Some would say. <laughs> I don't know who would say that. But this also is in twenty fifteen again, so we're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> we're moving on. <laughs> and, and so this uh like I was saying before, uh NXT taped uh, two different segments. Uh, one at uh, Full Sail, one at uh, the Barclays Center after SmackDown last week. And combined... Was it taped or was those live? What? They were both taped? They were both taped. So like, I don't know why part of me was just like, ooh, what if this is live no. in Orlando and they're just cutting back? No, it was all it was all taped. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense now. Which is why uh, uh, Morrow was not at, at Barclays. It was all... If, if that was the case, they would have it all at Full Sail. But mm. um, yeah, they wanted to give the day off. Was Beth in both places? Beth was Phoenix. Beth was on no. So Beth was in Brooklyn. Beth was in Brooklyn, and it was just Morrow and Nigel mm-hmm. in Orlando. Mm-hmm. All right, got it. Yep. I really didn't pay attention to that at first, and now <laughs> I'm just thinking back to it. Was she at both places? I would be like, that's yeah. just bad continuity yeah, it's, it's, on, on <laughs> WWE's no, part. No, this is, which is why well, yeah, they, that they got right. Um, and by the way, speaking of Beth Phoenix, really quick, I appreciate her so much because she is. Probably, and I'm going to say the title's a hot take. I think she's probably the best color commentator. That they have, and that, it, that who has that WWE has, fucking Corey Graves, uh, dude. I, I I understand what you're saying. I think between her and Nigel working with Morrow, and I think they play it's like two sides. I know Nigel plays the heels heel side. Here's the thing: Does Beth play the analyst or the color? Because I think that Nigel plays the color, and Beth is the one that's the analyst. You're saying as far as as far as move sets and all that, yeah. Stuff. But it also, I also could like I see what you're saying. I could see how it could go the other way too, as Nigel the analyst and she's right. the color, and she could, they, they they can both do both. Okay, let me let me re- revise my statement. Yeah, <laughs> I think NXT, first of all, I think NXT is the best of any, including AW, obviously. And I think that Beth is better than, which is a sad statement to make. I think Beth is better than Jr. I think she's slightly easily. better easily. I think he's he's unfortunately he, he actually got the mod, he got voted worst. Uh, Worst uh, announcer of the year. He got a Razzie for announcing. He got a Razzie for announcing for for wrestling. Um, slightly better than Tony Schiavone. Um, wow. But see, I think I I like. But that's just because they're the old school. Like they don't know school. anything new. They right. Which is which is uh, shouldn't should you not be in this business and know at least something as far as like what you're what you're promoting. Here's a hot take. Instead of oh yeah, go ahead. I think Excalibur is better than Beth Phoenix. I can see that. Right. But Excalibur is the best thing about that AEW broadcast. But he is lead. I'm saying as far as like you're the color, uh, right? Excalibur is lead lead. Uh, yeah, commentator, I guess right? he is lead, and, and Jr. And, and Tony are more color. But even Tony, Tony does see AEW doesn't have that set position. Right. Uh, the only set position you can say is that Jr. is color. Mm-hmm. Jr. is on color now, just because he doesn't know the wrestlers. He doesn't know the move sets anymore. Right. You think he could? You have you ever heard Jr. say Hurricane Rana? No. <laughs> yeah, not even back then. Tope suicide. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jr. It's just suicide dive in Latin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Tope suicide. Sure. Sure. Whoa! <laughs> that joke I made last week was hilarious. <laughs> just remembered it. 
that impression had a, I could hear the bell palsy. Yes, 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 so, <laughs> so bad. Uh, I'm gonna write that one down. So hell worthy. Yes, we were never getting to NXT. <laughs> NXT anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. How did we talk about AEW? AEW didn't even have a show. You were, talking about, you were talking about Beth Phoenix, and I brought up as far as announcing, and then we got, we got, and then we got it. All right. Uh, uh, Roderick Strong. Yes, there we go. And Austin Theory, uh, Evolve Champion, former Evolve Champion. Um, Both former Evolve Champions. Can I say, yes, that's right. Can I, can I also say that Roderick Strong, most underappreciated, underrated, underrated, and underappreciated wrestler that. Well, they, they put the belt on him. I wouldn't say that they have, especially with, with especially with undisputed era, mm-hmm. at least with undisputed era, that he was able to win the belt, substitute for his partner in a tag team title match a couple weeks ago, and then have this match and have other several matches be part of NXT uh, 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 War Games, just and start off that whole thing and just go through the entirety of that whole thing. He, he's, he's amazing. I know it's a joke him. at this point, but he really does have the best cardio in NXT. <laughs> it's, 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 it's sad, and I, I wish I had that. He's NXT. He's Iron Man. He's the Iron Man. It was a good, that was actually a really good match. And then uh, Swerve Scott and Jack Gallagher. There was a, there was a point where that, that ma- that, the move that Swerve Scott has where he does that finishing like kick, yeah. like, that jump kick move right into Gallag- Gallagher's head. Gallagher's, sorry. Gallagher's head. I never got that. Uh, it's, it's a G, I'm looking at the name. I'm looking at the G right no. now, and it's they pronounce it Gallagher. Gallagher. Yeah. Which is weird. Very weird. Now, here's my thing. Is it because he's English that it's pronounced Gallagher? Because I know that the Irish say Gallagher. Mm. I have friends whose their mother's last name is Gallagher. I know it's Gallagher. It's not Gallagher. If I had to spell Gallagher on paper and I exactly, look at it, that's how I spell it. Well, if I had to spell Gallagher on paper and I didn't know any better, I'd just put G-A-L-L-E-G-E-R. Yeah, you'd be wrong. Yeah, no shit, I'd be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Uh, Although I'm just missing one letter, I think. Or two. You're missing one. You're missing, missing one. One of them was wrong. E. G-A-L-L-A-G-H-E-R. That's correct. Yeah. Can you use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> uh... Jack's last name is Gallagher, but he pronounces it Gallagher for some mm, stupid reason. Mm, dot, mm. dot, dot. English, period. Point of origin? Uh, English, English, period. period. Um, <laughs> Swerve Scott uh, with uh, that kick in the head. And then uh, Candice LeRae and uh, Tainara? Yes. Tainara Conti? Tainara Conti. Is she going to ever win a, win a match? I feel bad. She will. <laughs> Smoking, though. Very, well, they both are. Um I just love Tano. She's a black belt somehow. somehow. I mean, not somehow. somehow. It's not <laughs> somehow. Uh, that's not what I meant. <laughs> but what you do is you practice for years and years and years, and then you become good, and you become a black belt. To be fair, though, I was a brown belt in karate. Oh, in the second grade. Wow. Okay. Are you saying now? Hold hang on a second. Karate on. way different than jujitsu. Uh, I understand that. Yes. But isn't it at that s- point wait, the next on. level up from brown belt? Yeah. Was black belt. How, how old are you? I was in about the second grade. And how old was is it, how how old are you in the second grade? Uh, seven. So you just wait a whole six. You, you mean to tell me that? Let's take a break once again. Another another side tangent break. You got your? Are you exaggerating to me? No, I'm not. That you got your brown belt when you were seven or eight. Yeah. And doesn't it take like six months between each time you can take the test? I was doing karate from a young age. You were taking so you're doing karate at one years old. No. Nah. So out of the womb, you came out and you were like, "Hiya!" And then you, they cut the, the umbilical cord, and you just like, "Here's here's." The also, low key, I had three stripes on it. One more stripe, I would have got my black belt. So again, <laughs> it's so karate. 
It so, ain't jujitsu. It's not judo. But it's not like you take a test every other week. Nah. Maybe like. <laughs> you were so advanced at seven years old that this is like the next phenom. Yeah. Uh, the next prodigy of karate. You yeah. are going to be the next. Then I broke my arm. Chuck Norris. That you, they, they, they fast-tracked you to brown belt. Two stripes. Three stripes. Two, second degree brown belt. Mm-hmm. Third degree. Three stripes. <laughs> Get it right. All right. So, so you're, you're basically saying that they just hand out brown, brown belts to every Tom, Dick, and Harry that walks by the, the studio. No, but if you have somewhat of competence and, and you can walk correctly, yeah, you'll probably get a brown belt at some point. <laughs> if, you can put one, if you put one foot in front of the other. You, if you, you could throw a kick and block a punch, yeah, you probably get a You a, a sign up today years. with us and you'll immediately be, be a brown belt. But no, you'll be immediately be a yellow belt. But for a special time today, special offer, if you give us another 100 bucks, we'll upgrade you to a brown belt. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Actually, let me think about this. I was eight, nine. I was nine. I'm sorry. Now. I was nine. Nine years old. Okay. A little better. Not that much, but a little better. Interesting. Well, what, you were so close to black belt. Why'd you stop? Broke my arm. Why'd you go back? Because I didn't want to. Okay. You spent all that time becoming a super third degree brown belt that... You want to, you just gone back yeah. for like another six months. If you, if you had gone back and just paid another two hundred dollars, I would have given you the black belt. Do you know what's the least uh, intriguing out of all of the mixed martial arts? Karate. No, it's Aikido, which is the one that Steven Seagal does. But right above that one yeah. is karate. That is such a boring, like just basically just all arms. They're just like black, 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 black. Yeah, black. I wasn't doing no submissions. Mm. I did. Karate. I'll be honest with you. The only reason I did karate mm. is because I like wrestling. There you go. You should done wrestling. You've been a Hall of Famer by I now. went to a Catholic grammar school. Mm-hmm. They had baseball okay. and soccer and basketball. White people sports. Gotcha. <laughs> All those white people sports. Listen, I went to I, my, my high school didn't have. I, I know it's a white people high school if you have hockey. That's all I'm going to say. If you have hockey. Or you no, know, no, no, no. White people high school if you have lacrosse. If Every school's got hockey. You a white high school. No, that's not true at all. You in a. Uh, really? Hockey? Or maybe not hockey. You know how much it costs? Like, Which one's more common, hockey or fucking lacrosse? Lacrosse is cheaper to to, to do. You know the when I, when I announce, I do uh, I do the high school and college uh, announcing for hockey. The on the sheet, it it shows as far as like like uh, equipment. You know it costs and and to to play <coughs> for for high school, you have to pay to get in. You have yeah. to pay to play. It, it costs because they don't don't have a fucking ice rink in their big. It's like twelve hundred dollars. First of all, yeah. twelve hundred dollars just to get in and that includes uh, equipment. So you're talking about roughly seven eight hundred dollars in equipment, and that's that's low low ball to just to get pads and the skates and blah blah blah. Lacrosse is a stick and a helmet and some pads and a shirt, a couple hundred bucks and some shoes and some shoes. You also need a field <laughs> and play, a goal. Play, play in any field. Play in, play in some grass. Doesn't matter where it is. Oh, you also need the white paint. You need to play. <laughs> To do the field. If you don't have a field, you got to get white paint. This is true. You know? Dijer Kovic and uh, Bronson Reed. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the tangent show. Uh, Dijer Kovic and Bronson the Reed. The tangent show? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's your title. Uh, for something, uh, thanks for making my life a lot easier. For something that we didn't think we were going to have a week of to talk about, we had a lot of shit to talk about, and it's all bullshit. So Dijer Kovic and Bronson <laughs> Reed, um, just two big guys going at it, and Dijer Kovic, I think, is going to – I think if it wasn't for Keith Lee – Dijakovic would have been that spot. Breakout, yeah. But now Keith Lee is, is now main eventing, which he did this, on this night. Uh, Bianca Belair and uh, Shotzi Blackhearts, newcomer. Um, 
this was actually I probably think my favorite match of the night. Um, and I said a couple weeks ago, I, it's unfortunate like Belair and and Shirai have these spots where they're they're so over, but there's nowhere to go because now <laughs> you just had um, Rhea Ripley just kind of like fast track right past them. Yeah. And just like she was like these two could have been at the t- in the title picture, and then Rhea Ripley just came through and just like excuse me and just cut the line. Excuse me, sorry, sorry, excuse, sorry. Me. excuse, excuse me. me. So yeah, um, I loved that match. Which one? Tanara and Candice. Yeah, that was amazing. Oh, the Shotzi one was, nah. Yeah, I didn't really I, enjoy I it that much. I actually liked that match a lot. Okay, but that's just my take. Keith Lee, Leo Rush. And Damian Priest and Tony Nese. Um Back to Brooklyn. I yeah, back to Brooklyn. Bounce back and forth. Can I just say that I like the spots where someone's in the corner and Keith Lee just rises up. That's got to be his new thing, right? <laughs> Especially now with the. As soon as I saw Damian Priest in the corner, a yeah. fix on him. I'm just like, yeah. where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? And there he goes with he? the Christmas there he is. with the Christmas hat on. It was just, it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Keith Lee is. What did they call him? Keith Kringle. Keith Kringle. <laughs> Uh, it just sounds like Mike Tyson. It's so good. It's, it's so good. And, uh, yeah, Keith Lee is definitely gonna. If if uh, no, no, if, if they don't have like, um, he'll be W. He'll be NXT champion by the end of the next year. I was gonna say it's at some point minimum next year. minimum NXT champion. At some point next year, they gotta have if if uh, like Balor and and Champa don't. Uh, they, one of those two are gonna win. I think I, I don't know if it's gonna be by the end of next year, but at some point by the end of next year or twenty twenty one, Keith Lee is gonna be yeah. Uh, champ, because uh, NXT likes to have their their belt held like for a while. <laughs> like they don't they don't just like swap them around like Raw or SmackDown um, or house shows or house shows. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Mysterio. <coughs> that is your 2019, and that is the end of our show. Is there anything else that you can think of besides the cross and hockey talk that you can think of that we can go out on a, on a on a note here that uh, anything else that we forgot for the year, we're, we're, we'll be back in two weeks. Is there something that going into next year that you want to see up to, like, say, Rumble or, or anything as far as wrestlers that you want to see promoted? I do have one quick thing. Sure. Going back to last week on our top fives, one of the honorable mentions I want to have for the top five of the year is that match at Stomping Ground or Fastlane where it was uh, – Seth, Seth and Becky versus uh, Corbin and Lacey. And when she, when Becky took the deep six or the end of day, whatever whatever move he did on her, that I popped real hard for that one. Just because it's like, oh, he did it on a woman. This is 2019. You can do it on a woman. That's awesome. <laughs> so I just want to say that. Yeah. I really want to, I'm looking forward to Lacey Evans in, in, in 2020. Okay. I think she can get a rocket strapped to her back, and she can do a lot. Mm. She has that that Southern Belle could go either way. It really it, it does work as a heel, but it also does work as a face. Yeah, and that's what's good about her character. I um, I think I'm looking forward to MJF. Mm. I'm looking yeah. forward to MJF, and I'm looking forward to uh, seeing where they take that. I'm looking forward to see where these guys with AEW go because, like I said before, that's is, is a lot of. Uh, a lot of promotions with the, the promoting these guys that are com- uh, coming up, and they do a great job at that. And I'm looking forward to seeing where AEW goes. I appreciate both brands. I think both brands will benefit from each other because competition's good. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think MJF for me is is the one. And I think Marty Scroll will be on national television. Where? Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
That's my problem. Why I is do he, not know. Why is he so... I'm, I'm asking you, not, not that I, I don't have my own opinion. Why is he such a huge free agent slash commodity to have? Well, it goes back to the Bullet Club. Mm. It goes back to the Bullet Club. That's why everybody thinks he's going to AEW. Right. But what really propelled him into superstardom, other than the Bullet Club, because it got him to the first point, but what he did with Villain Enterprises and, and ROH was a big step for him because it showed that he doesn't need people to run with. He can run his own people. Because Villain Enterprises was all Marty. Right. Marty, PCO. By the way, shout out to PCO. He won the ROH title yeah. at like 112 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, old people need love too, and they can wrestle. and Yeah. I mean, Ric Flair won his last title at what, 74? <laughs> That's not a thing. He's not even 70. <laughs> he, he just turned 70 last year. <laughs> this year. So, you, that, so, you, look, so, so in 2023, I think you're looking into the future. That, uh, yeah. There you go, he's gonna I mean, Ric Flair, he, he did come out and say that he's medically cleared to take bumps. There you go. I don't think he was talking about wrestling bumps, though. One, one of the. Uh, Get the, it? Um, yeah, haha. Sniff, sniff, sniff. Yeah. One of the. Uh, the, the bad jokes galore. Today. <laughs> one of the flubs this year was that he, when he came out. Uh, when they were promoting Super Showdown, and they had the screen behind him said 17-time champion. So maybe they're looking into the future. He's actually 16-time champion. If you didn't mm. realize what I just said, it said on the screen it said 17-time champion. Maybe yeah. they're looking into the future, and you just first put, off that was hilarious. How do you screw that up, dude? Like of all people, that you, the premise of this number, and not to mention the fact that it might be more because he's been in other promotions besides WCW oh, yeah. for years and years and years. The the reason why. You have the whole the whole number is sixteen time, and that's the number that WWE set. It's the number so for everybody else to aspire to, which is what John Cena why they made it such a big deal about it when he finally reached it. Then you put, you put that behind you on the screen. Seventeen time champion, amateur hour. It's just what are they doing over there? That's your next job, dude. That's that and and running the show and uh, coming up with the Queen of the Ring twenty twenty Queen of the Ring. When was when was King of the Ring this year? Uh, September. Uh, like summer and the summer yeah. end of summer queen of the ring queen of the ring summer 2020. I'm, I'm surprised i didn't really honestly god I, i'm not just joking about this i'm surprised i didn't run with that like that's that's like of all the things it's women, such an easy layup it really is i fucking thought of it <laughs> if you it's thought of so it. <laughs> easy if you thought of it you got this whole women's evolution you even had a queen versus queen match you've had two pay-per-views where you've had women main event not to mention you main event at wrestlemania not to mention they had their own pay-per-view where it was just women now, granted, it's partly the Saudis' fault, but, you know, uh, we're not getting that. Yeah. We don't got enough time for that. Well, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for making this year just awesome. The ups and downs of, of uh You got a song wrestling. to go out on, or do you want to do this again? Uh, I'm, I, I was going to play Old Ang Syne, but if you have a song, you want to shuffle <laughs> right now. Right now, go ahead. Shuffle it right now. All right, let's see. A riveting, riveting radio. In the meantime, uh, if there's something that you want to – Hit us, hit us up on as far as uh, the Twitter with Sons of Slam show on Twitter. If there's anything that you want to, to, to wrestle, you want to see come up in 2020, let us know. Knock. <laughs> what the hell are we doing? You just talk about old people all of a sudden knocking on heaven's door. Oh, this is actually freaky to me. What the shit? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for, for just making our days and our, our weeks and our time here so enjoyable. And we love coming in here. And 2020 will be not only hopefully better for wrestling, but be better for us. And we will see you on the other side. Oh, in 2020 is going to be awesome.
guys rate us review us on iTunes maybe we'll pick someone next year and send you something oh got a budget for that I don't know (laughs) I gotta ask the manager (laughs) the manager Zelina can you come in here please (laughs) yes we need to talk to you my business associate (laughs) thank you guys Reapers out peace out guys Sons of Slam podcast.